Holy cow, just a couple of announcements before we get started with this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast team. What a freaking one shot. Thank you so much for those who came out. We had a huge turnout for the Delta Green one shot operation golden ticket. What an absolute ride. This was one of the most intense role-playing experience i think i've ever been a part of um it was such a such a good time great characters great story huge thanks to chance um for uh diving in and making a legit livable nightmare for us it was just a, a crazy night um hopefully those who watched were more than anything shocked and had a good time i would say and that everyone left unspooked couple things on that we are going to be uploading the audio version a nice edited version of that one shot we recorded all of our audios and that should be showing up on our basically more podcast on our patreon speaking of patreon thank you to those who subbed on patreon throughout the one shot huge to have a new recognized hero along with us which actually happens to be our patron of the week captain kenosis Captain Kenosis has just started listening to the podcast. He just rounded off episode 25, I believe, of the Basically Good podcast. Diving in around red and blue version is getting really hooked. Joined us for the one shot and uh, pledged that night. So we're so happy to have you along. With the addition of that, we are no less than $40 a month away from hitting our goal of $500 a month. Gang, we are so close to adding so many cool new things to not only your tiers, but also just the, the frequency of, of goodies that are going to be sent out. More Hero Duels cards. What's going on here, mugs? And a homebrew one-shot that will be available for PDF download on our Patreon. At the $5 tier level and above, we are so close to getting this knocked out of the park if you have been considering joining us on patreon please head over to patreon.com slash basically good podcast this is the best way to support us we get we just give out goodies we love writing those first welcome letters with some stickers and also getting out those benefits for all the tiers that follow up with that it's such a joy to be able to reach out to you all through physical mail as well as engage in daily chats on the hero talk level the private discord channel we just had our october business meeting and guys let me just tell you we are we got so much good stuff coming your way. We're so excited to share what we've been talking about with you. We finally not nailed down a lot of very important things that we've been sitting on and stewing on for the past couple of months. And it just feels so good to be able to kind of jump into this next step. I want to bring you along with us, so don't worry. It's it's coming. But thanks to your guys' input on the Patreon poll and as well as just those who chat with us in the community, uh, you are helping to shape the future of Basically Good. And we're we're just so excited to uh, about where we're going um, with, with not only just like the physical goodies, like our store, but also just who we are as a group, as a, as a bunch of friends, as a community, we're, we're excited to, to be able to continue to grow with you um, and, and, and because of you. So just a huge, again, thank you to everyone who has been listening with us for however long you've been listening to us. Uh, whether that be from the beginning or, or just now getting in, your words matter to us. And uh, we just can't thank you enough for uh, the kind words, the, uh, the critiques and the criticisms that are helping us do better because um, it keeps us moving forward in a direction that we're really, really proud of more than anything. 
We hope that Basically Good continues to be a safe and exciting place for all of our listeners. Uh, for those of you who are in our community, for inner Discord, if you aren't in the Discord, this is my last little plug before we get going here. Get in the Discord. Head on over to our Twitter at Basically G Podcast. Grab the link tree there and click our Discord link. We want to talk to you. We want to have you in the Discord with us. We talk about all the recent updates to the episodes, as well as food, uh, Harry Styles, many other channels. We're just excited to ch- chat on a daily basis, and it is just a great place to be. Head on over there now, as well as to our Instagram, which is at basically good podcast on instagram you can also check out our facebook page if you'd rather be kept up to date that way gang unfortunately that is all the announcements that i can share at this point please enjoy this week's episode of the basically good podcast We are going to open to the breach. There is a light snow falling. And we watch as the double doors to the keep open. And we see Urkel, accompanied by Naxi and Carcantia, the experienced and weathered adventurers of old from the Herald Nine. Everyone appears to have freshened up, rucksacks thrown over shoulders, blades sharpened for the trail. What does Urkel look like? I'm, I'm, I'm at, I'm trying to figure (laughs) out what he looks like, uh, like without all of his gear on. Yeah, that's good. I, I mean, honestly, like, I think we talked just a little bit about the change, right? Like no longer really wanting to look uh, businessy and put together all the time and kind of really grabbing onto the like, you know, soldier slash adventurer um, garb and wear. So, uh, I mean, when not all armored up, I would I would assume he's got like very similar to like the fancy clothes in Skyrim that you can pick up like a little bit right. of. Especially for like winter time, like those big fluffy, uh, probably faux fur, because you know you gotta save the animals. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but very, very puffy, you know, cloak draped over his shoulders as the castle walls get chilly this time of year. Yeah. Oh, I think of the cloaks from Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. Like uh, the yeah. the Starks cloaks. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's very yeah. fluffy. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I can only assume it just gets freaking cold. Uh, yeah, in well, this castle. and the castle's up on the mountaintop. Right, so we're so. getting a, a higher elevation, what, 20 degrees less than Breach Hill, maybe, right, maybe a little right. bit less, but yeah. Well, we see Urkel at home, finally. Finally. Uh, a, good, a good few nights rest, and 
a good um, a couple warm meals in his belly. And for the past night or so, I imagine you guys probably stayed up late recounting old stories. Oh, um, for sure. Around the fire, you know. Um, but uh, it didn't happen on air or anything, but you you guys kind of showed uh, Naxi and Carcantia around, um, probably told them about the uh, battle of, you know, Calmont and all of the Cinderclaw yeah. cultists and the dragon croc the brawl of heroes and everything and naxi says well Urkel, must say you're doing very well for yourself see tiberius raised you right and i only hope that well do you still plan on being an adventurer or are you going to manage the estate here. You know, it's very tempting um, to stay put and run books and deal with business. I feel like that comes more naturally to me. But I feel a sense of responsibility, especially after everything that happened um, not too long ago in, in Eladia, uh, and more so, maybe even more importantly, in the Mwangi. There's nobody that I think that can handle this or is more already involved um, with this potentially pending darkness, this um, Scarlet Triad. Um, and I don't think I'd be able to sleep at night if I didn't try to do something about it. So as much as it scares me, I have to muster up whatever courage I have, whatever piece of Tiberius still lives in me, to do something about it. It's great to see you both. It's uh, it's an encouragement to me to see the kind of adventurers and the, the caliber of hero that my father used to know, used to run with. And if he ended up the way that he is or was, and like you all are, then I think there's hope for me and my party to achieve greatness. Aye, it sounds like you've caught the hero's curse. <laughs> I, it all makes sense now. If anything, a better understanding for why my father was the way he was. And that was one of the last things that we talked about before he was killed. The excitement we shared. Um, seems morbid to be able to, to recount stories, some that are more violent than others, but I understood him, and I think he understood me for the first time, and many years so I hope that I hope that through that last conversation he felt at peace with our relationship and as well as you know maybe just a little bit proud of his son <laughs> forgive me I'm just pouring my guts out to you all I'm so sorry oversharer Urkel 
real overshare over here. And I can't even begin to talk about my addictions. <laughs> well, I think there's no doubt that Sarah and Tiberius were proud of you. And yes, the speaking of the you know, adventurer's curse. Where are you headed? Well, yes, we are on our way back to Talador. There's more more opportunity for adventurers of our caliber there. Isker definitely has its bandits and sleeping giants in the hills, but in Taldor, opportunity and evil looks around every corner. Well, just know this before you hit the road that the breach is always open to you all. And, you know, who knows, maybe someday we'll bump into each other again. I hope that if something... If something ever brings us together, it's never a... a hopefully not a, a cataclysmic meeting. Hopefully we can get together on joyous occasions. And not so dreary. And again, like I said, Tiberius would have been thrilled to know that you've come this far. Before. So thank you. I, yes, yes, I'm very interested in this next brawl of heroes you all spoke about. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Well, well, we had a good time last time. It was uh, some bumpy parts, uh, again, including Tiberius, but uh, we may be changing up some of the rules, some of the, the structuring, um, so maybe it'll be something new that you can come back to. It'll be new for us as well. But you're always welcome. Very well. We also shall tell all of Taldor of this, and hopefully you might have some more out-of-country exhibitionist. Jeez, Durkle pulls out a journal and starts, like, writing, sweating, like, oh, we're going to need places to, to feed people, we're going to need beds yeah. for the adventure. Begin. Just taking notes for planning. Yes, well, again, thank you for your hospitality, and I must say, this castle is in better hands than the last we saw. So, I, I believe you, Lords of the Breach, are great guardians for Breach Hill. Until next time, and they bow. Be safe out there. To make their way down the hill. And as Urkel, you kind of like watch them go as they're kind of. Uh, trekking down you also see there is kind of a large uh, party of bumblebrashers making their way up the hill with just a bunch of rucksacks and you know barrels and little goblin carts dude for some reason I'm picturing him with like some tea in his hand as he's just been walking around he's just sipping out of this little teacup um, he takes a big old sip of tea puts mm -hmm. it down and uh, smiles, and I think is it are they like far in the distance or are they like close? Yeah, to yeah. Approach. Okay. Well, they're yeah. they're far in the distance, but you know, you you sip your tea, waiting for them. Right at the front, you see Warble and Helba making their way towards you, and eventually, you know, you you wave them down, and Warble says, "Ah, Urkel, you're an early riser. I see how the." 
Are the rest of them awake? Wobble, it's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yes, people are rousing. They're getting uh, ready for the morning. Welcome. How was your journey? Well, uh, a bit tiring. The, this uh, hill's a bit harder for those of our size, but we oh. all made it up. That's wonderful. This is just the uh, uh, goblins, uh, helbers, bumblebrashers. The uh, Fresington will bring his his uh, clan later. But uh, well, I uh, are there any plans for improvements? Uh, yes, um, actually, and again, welcome. We're so glad to have you back, and hopefully, um, you all can get settled right in. Um, we left things just as as you left them. Hopefully you'll find them to your liking. Yes, well, I believe you all did a great job in repairing the estate, the castle. It, it, you know, um, it is in fine shape. I hope the, uh, the, the men that came in, the guards, didn't destroy too much. But yes, uh, getting to business, uh, seeing as you know, we've got almost double the amount of goblins going to be staying here. I right. wanted to ask if there were any more plans for uh, rearranging or or Im improvements of some kind like the last time you all were here. Yes, no, um, we are uh, we've decided as a, as a group that you absolutely uh, need more more space. So uh, the floor that you are residing on, you can we, we, we're more than happy to allow you to uh, make yourselves at home on the entire floor. So that that is you're gonna be your designated space now, your home. Um, and we are going to do something about the walls of the facility. Um, we're hopeful that, um, by reinforcing and uh, adding maybe a few more security measures on the doorways, uh, we can keep out unwanted visitors while we're away. At least enough time, at least buy more time for you all to retreat if it's ever necessary. Ah, these, this is good. I, I think this will make uh, our cousins and Frasington feel much safer than their caves, but... Anyways, uh, goblin politics, uh, I, I don't want to trouble you with them, but we'll, we'll begin moving moving things in. And again, if whenever you plan on taking leave, I would uh, w once again take up the mantle of uh, looking over things in the castle. Absolutely. No, and Miss Warba, I mean, hear me loud and clear. Frizzy Geek has been a good spokesperson for us in the way we feel. Um, this is your home. We want you to feel comfortable and safe here while also having a good route for your escape if need be. And we're so happy to have more of you coming. Um, it'll make the place feel a little bit less uh, empty, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, I must get back to my people. And she bows and... Hi, Helba. <laughs> good to see you too. Ah, yes. Uh, good, good day, Urkel. I apologize. Good day. <laughs> bit out of breath. But yes, we, we are very, very appreciative of your hospitality and look forward to sharing the gracious uh, wing of this castle. We're so thrilled to have you. 
Hands on your head, drink lots of water. Should wear off the altitude sickness, should wear off momentarily. And at this, you see two little kobolds, green and red, kind of waddling up. And you hear, Hey, uh, uh, Arky, um, God, you guys, uh, you guys (laughs) plan on ditching us and, and letting people take over the castle again? Well, 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 hello, Mr. Pib and Mr. Zoff. Uh, Good to see you. Hello. No, no, no. We don't expect to abandon you all again. I do apologize for the sudden intrusion. Uh, We had some business to take care of in the city, and um, it got away from us. Um, Yeah, well, you better be glad that they didn't find our treasure hoard. Otherwise, we'd devour you all. The first thing I checked when we returned is to make sure that your pile of trap uh, uh, baubles and gold was taken care of and, and, and still as it were. Um, so I'm very, very happy to report that that, that was not stolen. But I, I've, been, I've been thinking, as we may need to take some more leaves of absence, um, you know, ad- adventurer, boring adventurer, stuff. Um, yes, yes. We we would like if you would accept or we'd love to offer you the position of me leans in real close to his ear. Head security guard. Now with this would be a huge honor and a lot of responsibility. You must make sure that the Bumblebrashers make it out safe. You're the first in, last out. Do you understand me? Ah. And then he begins to scratch his chin scales. <laughs> hmm. What's in it for us? I'll tell you what. On our journeys across Galarian, we found many, many items of curiousness. Rocks that shimmer in the light. Pieces of metal left to rust. Anything I find, anything we find of value is yours. Upon return to a safe and secure castle. Uh, Pib, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Hmm. Yes, we will defend your castle in your absence, but we shall require the shiniest rock that you come across. Pib, the shiniest rock. He just bites his lip. You drive a hard bargain, but we have a deal. Puts his hand out for him. (laughs) He shakes it. Come along, Zarf. We have much to do. (laughs) Must whip these goblins into shape. You tell him, Pib. (laughs) (laughs) You keep this place safe. Squeaky clean. (laughs) What a great scene. Yeah. (laughs) What... (laughs) After after this, you know, Urkel watches as as the kobolds, you know, with their newfound authority, begin bossing the the goblins around. Um, the goblins are totally ignoring, just them. ignoring, <laughs> and 
they begin working and and bringing their stuff in and you know setting up there i believe they had like maybe like a quarter of the first floor but now you're giving them the entire wing right you know the the left wing where the uh, the old hell knights barracks were and the like training posts and the pantry where frizz almost got eaten by spiders oh gosh yes all of of that fun stuff (laughs) i i would assume i would assume as well like just you know we've done or at least we've begun to construct like a better living facility not just like okay here's the barracks and there's just stone floor for you you know like give give either more blankets or kind of kind of giving it frizz like full power right. on to make sure that it's like nece- like it's um it's comfortable for them by the time they get in there um if they're anything not like just frizz like, i imagine they're just like blanket they just want forts. blankets it's like right. a yeah, a, I'm reminded. a huge blanket fort. Yeah, exactly. It, there's just like clothespins <laughs> and clotheslines, and they're you all sectioned to, off. You have you walk in and you have to like to lift crawl. up the blanket to go inside of yeah. it. You just don't see anything. There's just tops of bed sheets, quilts, right. different colored yeah. like blankets. So that funny. is so funny. But yeah, so they yes. began doing all of that. And the Taj Mahal of sheets. As the sun rises, Urkel gets a really great, um, a really great view of the Five Kings Mountains. The snow kind of begins to, you know, stop falling. A little bit of it, the road, you know, is melted from the travel. And yeah, he finishes his tea. And what does he do? What's he gonna do with this, like, yeah, fifth, fifth day or so since you guys have gotten back? Yeah, I think I think moments like that for Urkel, like that is that's like you know, he's just like one of those typical older guys. It's like that's his reason to live is like just looking at like sunrises and snowy mountaintops. And it's just like it means a lot to him. He just eats that stuff up. So after he mm-hmm. stayed there for a little bit and taken in his fill, finished his his cup of lukewarm tea at this point, Um He's going to go to his chambers and uh, reach for his journal and flip open to the back. And he's got a running list of kind of things that he feels like he needs to take care of. Um, And one of them that has been skipped over multiple times um, to take care of some easier tasks is going. um, Going back to Tiberius's house Um, alongside that is a uh, a just a, a short statement that just says, explain yourself to Greta. Um, and you can just see like the running list of things that he is, he's already completed, but these these two are, looks to be, you know, something that's relatively heavy and he's been putting off for a while. So he's gonna go ahead and um, shut the book, put on his winter jacket once more, winter cloak. Um, Man, we really need to get some like a stable, some horses and carriage because us just like trucking down and up this hill is not doing it for me. Yeah. Um, but I guess he will begin walking mm-hmm. <laughs> down down to go visit. It's uh, a good the like town hour, hall. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Be- would it be better to go down through like the 
the pickled ear route or is that probably that's probably like not as like socially acceptable to just pop out behind the pickled ear and be like yeah hey. exactly <laughs> but it definitely probably would be more because a little bit warmer made, made by hell nights back in the day so mm -hmm. i'm sure it's like got some steps and a good incline to you know right right towards more gradual in the, the the road but yeah the switchback yeah. road yeah, I doubt. <laughs> Which Ouchie. I feel like we we need to address that at some point. Of, right, we of need the, some sort uh, of. We need oh, guns and gears came out, and maybe there's a engine that we can build to do build a uh, a tram line that goes from down all the way up, just carts people back and forth. No, you need you need one of those. Uh, what you do when you go skiing? Those... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a ski yeah, lift, yeah, like a little a tram lift. lift that just goes up. Um, so funny. now I learned that you can actually operate those if you have heavy, heavy enough, like carriages or seats, you can send them down the hill and the gravity of those going down is enough to pull up Whoa. the next like lift. Yeah. So you just gotta cool. like time it. Yeah, like, you gotta time it. And then also yeah. usually it's like for, or like ore shoots and stuff like it's like they're gonna be filled with something so they need to have some sort of weight yeah. to carry the other people out. but, but there anyway. there's there's some trade some trade yeah we got some commerce i don't so. know maybe we just have goblins just <laughs> get in that's their job all day just carry carry down the hill mm -hmm. <laughs> i feel anyway. like i feel like we could do a whole season of just downtime like financial in like, improvements and yeah yeah for sure but not, building not some as, sort of commerce not as fun as adventuring mm -hmm. but yeah we will we will watch as urkel kind of heads down to take care of some of his his to-do list he treks down about 30 minutes in he's made you know most of the most of the incline most of the real kind of mountainous parts and then the last 30 minutes i imagine is mostly just walking through the farmland right through some of the the breach hill farms and eventually he passes through town says hello to people people there might be like one or two you know that are still kind of uneasy you know right maybe they've heard but they're still kind of nervous or worried but right. most everybody has gotten over the big scare and has realized that you guys are not you know the villains that Vera painted you guys as so you say hello to some citizens here and there and make your way to the town hall um yeah as he sits outside the town hall i think i think he like reaches up to grab the handle and it's just like that like <gasps> like big breath and opens the the door to go inside um and there's that back room where they all kind of meet, right? Isn't there like an office that we went to like episode like nine or something? Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is a, there is like a, the council meet, you know, right. it's like a shared office of all five. Right. Um, but uh, they, they kind of pull their individual desks together whenever you guys came in. But right. normally it's more of like a kind of shared office space. But yeah, you go in there and... I mean, they're not necessarily always there, right? Mm -hmm. There's five right. of them, but knowing, um, knowing Greta as the head of the council, 
you have a pretty good idea that she's here. It's about noon, you know, midday by the time you get there. And sure enough, as you enter the office or knock, it is you are greeted by Miss Gardenia. And she says, oh, what a surprise. Herkel Short. Uh, hello, uh, Miss Gardenia. Am I interrupting your lunch hour? I know that it's around noon now. No, um, oh, is it? I guess you're right, it is lunch already. Um, no, is there something important? Uh, no, not necessarily in, uh, important. Um, uh, I just wanted to come and, and speak on my own behalf. I know that we had a quick meeting uh, with all of us coming back um, and uh, may have been a little... Not hostile, but uh, I would say more uncomfortable, um, as we all were just kind of recovering from a lot that, that happened. But I felt I needed to come down and um, apologize for my swift absence um, earlier, uh, before uh, when we first came back from our time in, uh, off on our first adventure just seemed to... I wasn't here. Yes, well, I I also would like to apologize for our coldness, the council and my own grim days were had in, in Breachill and you and your friend's absence. Not just when you were gone for the month or so and but the days after you arrived and yes well you you were trying to do what's best for your people um for the town it's it's completely understandable when there's a dead body left in the streets and an absolute bloodbath in an old hero's home um there's a lot of pieces to put together and i know that you had to be cautious yes um, well when you make your town's main source of income and economy based around the will of traveling adventurers. Well, it's a bit chaotic to say the least. So <laughs> I can only imagine. Yes. And, um, well, not, not all travelers are here to be heroes. The after coin or even have dark pasts that catch up with them. So when we started hearing things, I'm sad to say that we believed them. But does she she know about she knows about my whole killing Vera thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought I explained that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she's heard like the official report and everything. Right. Now. Right. So I'm I'm sorry for how we treated you all when we heard the lies of Mr. Vero. And I'm 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 glad you were able to avenge your father and set your names right. It's such a huge relief to hear you say that. I was worried you thought ill of me as I wasn't too truthful um, to begin with 
But I, I wanted to assure you more than anything that that Breachill now, as it was the home of my father, has become more and more like my own home now. In fact, it's this town, these people, castle on the hill. It's all I, it's all I have left. And I want to do everything in my power to protect it and help this community. In some ways, I feel like I share the same passions you do about this place, these people. And it would absolutely crush me to know that I've lost your trust. Well, fear not, Mr. Short. I, I believe I trust you more now than I did when you all first came for the Call of Heroes. That is great news. Speaking I, of trust, I... Would you mind accompanying me to lunch? I have some interesting information you might want to hear. Uh, yeah, he like, get that whole sentence. I, I, this is why I wish we did a video show. His face is like, oh, yes, hello, huh, what? But I think, I think it was, it was, he was anxious to think that I needed to prove my trust. And then she's going lunch. Yes, he absolutely kind of processes all of that and says, absolutely. Yes. Um, and then puts more of a business face on, I would assume. And is like, yes, um, that was the other reason I was here. I'd love to, to catch up um, and uh, hear what, what has happened in my absence. Um, what are you feeling for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I... Sandwich place. I have brought my own, if you would mind just accompanying me out in the square. Absolutely. She goes back into the office, grabs a small parcel, and follows you out the doors to the large courtyard. And... Just a visual, I mean, you already know this, but there is, the courtyard consists of, you know, it's built above the river that kind of like runs through town. Mm -hmm. And in the center, there is the golden statue. Uh, is that the fountain? Uh, no, so the, the the middle statue is of Lamon Breachton. Breachton, right, right. And then around him are these multiple fountains okay where cool. you see people are kind of pulling pulling water from but there are six of these fountains around the circle greta's gonna kind of lead you over to one of the fountains and kind of sit down on it you know it's one kind of separated from the others so there's not gonna be people like reaching over you with buckets you know but. <laughs> right <laughs> um but she kind of undoes the parcel pulls out her lunch kind of sp splits her sandwich in two and hands one half to you. Amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love spicy Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Meat, meatball sub. <laughs> um, Delicious. But, no, she, but, you know, I imagine the two of you are kind of like chit-chatting and uh -huh. eating the sandwiches. And she says... Um, it's, it's it's funny the 
I wonder what Lamond Breachton would do if he were here in charge of the town again. Everything that I've found seems like Breach Hill was was the place to be under his rule. But it was his decision to leave and give the town its structure of its you know, two of its two year recycling council and head council member. Hmm. I think Must have been wise. Of course. You're also being hard on yourselves. Things have changed quite a bit, even over the last 20, 30, 40 years. It's not that things are harder or worse. They're just different. And I would assume, if my history is correct, that the people under Lamon Breachton's rule were just happy they didn't freeze to death. That's true. Yes. If it weren't for him, I, nor even you, or many of these people wouldn't exist today. It was that chance opportunity. Saving those travelers in the storm. That's why I believe adventuring is so powerful. One off-handed hero can leave their mark for 200 years or more, hopefully. Have you thought about heroism, Greta? Becoming an adventurer yourself. The way you speak, you sound like you have the heart for it. I can't deny that I at one point wanted to be a hero. I believe every child <laughs> within 20 miles of here believes the same, but no, I, I'm a Gardania, and I believe it is my place to be here for when the heroes leave, to be here when they're gone, for I believe the mark of a hero stays, but just like Lamon breached him himself, left his mark, but wasn't here for the the boring days, the hard days. That's what, that's what a Gardania does. Those boring days are the days that people look back and remember, though. A lot of times people are laying on their deathbed. They wish they had more of those boring days. You're right. I could sit here and talk all day about um, achieving greatness, doing great things for the, the people and the world and all of Galarian. Um, but we left the Moengi. Never mind. Get it back. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her where we were. Um, uh, we, you know, we, we're gone for a long time. Gone for months. Somebody needs to make sure that the needs of the people are met. I admire that. And you should be proud of that. But I must say, Greta... Don't sell yourself short just because of your family name. I worked at a bank for over 30 years. And I was Tiberius Ulfnod's son. You can absolutely be whoever you want to be. I appreciate that, Turkle. But for now. On for business. On to business. Short. On, 
unless anything change <laughs> changes, I I believe I am very comfortable in my position. But who knows? Perhaps in a few years I might give adventuring a go like you did. Now, yes, like you said, there is something I would like to share with you. She kind of like pulls out a piece of parchment from underneath the like that was like kind of tucked inside the parcel. Right. Ever since we last spoke in the library, I... The evidence of Paragon. I've been racking my brain saying that it exists or existed. Perhaps there was something strange happening back when Breachton's Hill was first being populated. Well, Did you find I, anything additional since I then? dug. I dug. I, I don't think it means much. Sadly, in the past few weeks, I've been digging in the town hall looking for anything, and I found some some plans when they were building the town hall, building this courtyard. Originally, they were looking to, from my knowledge, build, build some kind of mine, some kind of digging excavation, and she kind of passes you the, the parchment and you see there is kind of a, a record of that there there was some sort of plan you know you briefly kind of read it's very old writing common but it was appear it appears they plan to build the town somewhere else build the fort somewhere higher up on the mountain use this place as a sort of Ex excavation, I would assume a mine. They, they perhaps thought there was some mineral deposit brought down from the mountain that settled here. And then it they just stopped altogether. Is there anything in the document, any, any notes or anything that could explain why they stopped? Just at first glance. Yes. You know, um, looking everything over. Yes, it was breached him himself who called off the operation said that could be an opening into the darklands he with his magic he looked in and saw that it was not a good place to dig but it was the perfect place to to build the fort and then eventually the town so they moved and built this courtyard, built the town hall and the residential areas and eventually these six fountains. It wasn't until later that we erected a statue on the day of his leaving. Um, can I look at the fountain whereby? Is there like, is there any inscription or symbolism because my brain is immediately going to Alceta's ring with six gates six statues and now six fountains I just don't know if those two are at all connected or if I'm just on something 
yeah, you kind of look around. Um, you don't see any kind of inscriptions or anything, but okay. you right. look around and I would say if you're thinking what you're thinking, these fountains look very similarly spaced out, just like the gates okay. below. Okay. Can I do some mental gymnastics to try to figure out if where I'm at right now in relation to the castle is where Alceta's ring may be underneath? Like yeah. straight down underground is where. So it's like it's like they built they built right on top of it kind of thing. Yeah. So you you know that going through like the big door yeah. and the the other door that leads to the vault you know those are kind of magical pathways right and they kind of like warp you to Alceta's ring okay so it's like but, it's like there's really no destination that we yeah, know of it'd be hard but if you're thinking of the caverns that you guys that's in. what I was thinking. Yeah, the walk. Yeah. The walk underneath, like miles or whatever. Yeah. So the cavern that you guys got there when you fought the, the Bargast and everything, mm -hmm. you really had no good sense of direction, but you okay. know you were deep underground. Okay. But I So there's no way for you to kind of... Confirm know. it. Right. Yeah, confirm it, but it's, you know, kind of, you know, big that Urkel thinks that. Yeah, okay. Um... That's very strange. Um, did is there any documents on on Lamond Breachton that speak about um, his association with any ar arcane locations or um, points of interest? Any any sort of temples or artifacts around here that would keep him? Uh, did he spend any of his time in this area exploring those? I understand that the Darklands uh, entrance, you said, is maybe one of those. Um, but is there anything else that you can you find or that you know about his history that he he spent time around or in? Hmm. And I'm just oh. pulling at her. I'm trying to see if she's like, oh, yeah, I'll set his ring. Look for it. There's any sort of connection to like yeah. that, right? No, I'm afraid he... Being as experienced as he was, he didn't like to speak of his past. Only on the present, only on the future. So I heard. I hmm. There's no documents of his tales, no documents of his exploits or renown. Only those that were oral and passed down from my ancestors. Now, as a quick refresher, Paragon is almost a, like, it's like a cult or like a demonic, like, meeting place so, or I'm trying to recall. I remember it was, like, yeah. very bad. No, so there was, um, there was a letter that you guys found in the caves. Uh, Vaz, Vaz had found and it was in her kind of, like, makeshift, like, lab or study mm -hmm. and it was a basically like a letter that was signed by someone 
and it was Paragon with some kind of, it seemed like a utopian project where the person signing was signing away all of their rights. Oh, and they're okay. like, I, I'm giving up all of myself for the community and okay. like, you know what I'm saying? And so it was kind of like, that's weird. And then again, when you and Greta talked, she went into that closet in the library and Hold found chunk. That there was a chunk of stone that had right. Paragon written on it. Right. So that place had existed, but appears to have been torn down and kind of wiped from. Right. Um, shoot. Um, I guess I would ask, you know, I would ask like, you know, I know that you've been digging Greta on this, uh, you know, just to find more information regarding um, whether it be Lamont Breachton or any any old history of of the town, this this other location that you mentioned, is there any record of where this other location for the town would have been? I'm afraid not. Um, no, it they they had all of their carts and and traveling things, tents set up. In the hills, they—I believe—they wanted to build the town more, more towards you know, perhaps your castle, somewhere mm. of high, high ground of strategic advantage. But then, before they struck soil and built it, Lamon breached and told them to build here with his foresight. He, I—I I would agree his his good foresight seeing as the river here and the farmland it was a better place to build for a small town I believe they were looking more on the military militaristic aspect of building up on the mountain right it, I just it doesn't make I'm thinking very critically here Crit. I'm sorry I don't mean to offend but is there any chance that Lamont Breachin just wanted to be closer to this entrance? It would be easier to hide operations into the Darklands or build over it, build some sort of secret something, underground something, to get closer to this entrance instead of excavating its opening for all to see and be harder to make. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I, I will Z say... We'll say, Urkel, um, I, learning all of this, I understand we're brainstorming quite a bit, but I would not utter those words around anyone in this town, for they would be blasphemous. Absolutely. I understand. I, everything I've ever heard of Lemon breached him was he was a kind, gracious, and helpful person. Now, again, there's much I don't know. I believe you have been dealing with the dark and barbaric societies, those that lie in wait, and you've been the victim of them. So I understand that you might think that this man had ulterior motives, but from everything I've seen, nothing points that way. 
I trust you. Well, this is good information. Um, I feel as though you've you've made good progress here. Um, what are your thoughts? Is there anything I can be doing? Anything that you need assistance with? To help kind of further uncover this. And maybe, Greta, to put it more kindly, put these rumors and suspicions to bed. I'm afraid I'm at a dead end with all of this. We've already checked the library, the records. I've checked everything in the town hall. I don't think I'm going to go snooping around while I'm at lunch with Greta. I'm not going to go and do this escapade of like looking for through buildings and stuff, but that that would be what's going through his mind is like maybe we need to investigate this location a little bit more, maybe even the town hall because it looks like from this picture that it's I mean it's the nearest thing to this, right? The only people that have access to this facility are usually those in charge of the town and if there's some sort of secret something connected to this that's underneath or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't, two things. I don't want to freak her out. And two, I think that I still always have some sort of very mild suspicion that she is not telling me all the truth because she doesn't want to believe it. Not necessarily because she's evil, but she's, she's trying not to, believe it you know Mm -hmm. Greta you know kind of crumples up the parchment or sorry crumples up her parcel the the wrapping of everything and says well I I hope this lunch was productive I I don't know where we go from here but I I will keep my eyes and ears out if anything else passes by about this Paragon business. One last thing, Greta, before you go. I want to thank you for a wonderful lunch in probably one of the last beautiful days of the season. It was great to sit out here with you. Is there anyone on the council? In fact, there was one member that I remember, if I recall correctly, that was opposed to us being able to roam free when we returned. Um, what was that gentleman's name again? Mr. Passan, Passandi. Right. Um, is he a, a a rather difficult member to, to get along with? Is he always that way, or has he been acting strange, or more strange, recently? No, I'm afraid he has always been a bit bullheaded and shrewd. Right, and it's probably nothing. I don't mean to rise your suspicion, Greta, but maybe if there's any history that has been has been left unshared with you, I wonder if there are others in this town that may know more than has been offered to you. If I were in your position, maybe keeping an eye open for any strange happenings may, may benefit us in the long run. 
Yes, that's a good idea, Urkel. Perhaps there's no more clues left on paper or stone, but perhaps... And the villagers who live here might know something. Right. Absolutely. I will do my best, but I must get back to work. I, Absolutely. I apologize. No, it it was great to talk to you, and again, thank you for your time. Um, I just want to let you know, we may be staying for a little while, um, but in about a month or so, we'll be heading off again. I hope to see you before then, but I wanted to make sure that you are aware that we have some business elsewhere. I see. Well, thank you for lunch, and maybe perhaps next week we could do this again. I think I'd like that. We say goodbyes. I say my goodbye to her, and I think I head up the hill. All right. For the afternoon as it gets a little bit later. Uh, right. Hold on, I'm going to take that back. As as we finish up, I think he's going to look at, from the distance, Tiberius's house, and he's going to look at it for a while. He's going to turn away and head back up towards the castle. I don't think he's quite ready to go back yeah. in there. Make a sanity check. Make a sanity check. D100 roll. 70. All right. <laughs> All right. Urkel is temporarily insane, and oh, he is going to flee back up the hill. That's right. Uh, but no, we are going to watch as Urkel takes another good stroll through the Breach Hill farmland and back up to the Breach. And that is the end of this episode. Ooh.